0: and women who are coming up in the ranks of Metropolitan thank God for Reverend Cynthia Wesley Reverend Dwayne Mason Reverend Trent Hudson just to name a few that is coming up through the ranks of Metropolitan Spiritual Churches as we get older We must remember the young people. We cannot shun the youth. And where every opportunity comes and presents itself, we need to give them an opportunity to come forward. And I called up Bishop Houston and I asked him, I said, Bishop, since we're coming for our annual trek here to Chicago to help the district. Could we hear from the young man from Brooklyn, New York? And he readily agreed and said yes. And I think it would be only be fitting that all of us try to do all we can to encourage young people. Amen. For as we get older, help somebody. We will need to train somebody. Somebody, help you. Like all of us, somebody has helped. I, when Carl saw something in me, and somebody saw something in you, we are all standing on somebody else's shoulders that help us to get where we are. And so I asked the young man when he preached here this morning, and he readily agreed to come down from Brooklyn, New York, to help us. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to some and present to others from Brooklyn, New York, a possible
1: Kindle, to my Bishop, Bishop Johnson, to all the clergy in the house, to the Reverend Cobb that is still here with us. Yeah. It's a humbling experience, and I want you to understand the magnitude of faith and vision not only
0: for this church to have stood the tests of time, but for me to be here for such a time
1: this. It you to understand that this is a realization that has come to pass. For me, I'm Say amen when you have it. If you need more time, say wait. Second Timothy, the first chapter. The third verse. And I was listening to the news before we came and talked about Citibank weighing off 4,000 more people. There are times when you find yourself on a road that you know you can't go back, and the way forward seems uncertain. Stocks falling, falling. oil prices going higher, prices uh, in everything going higher, jobs in flux, families under duress and stress, relationships. In question, friends, acting funny, infirmity of the mind and of the body, raging faith at times in crisis, churches under attack, and the illusion of the opposition seeming to be winning on every side. You talk to some folk and they tell you that everything is all right. In his life, be not deceived, God is not mocked. As Paul leaves Damascus, the Jews lay wait for him, watching the city gates, intending to kill him. In an effort to save him, the disciples take Paul by night and let him down in a basket from the wall. He leaves Damascus, he travels to Jerusalem, where he his to joined himself to the disciples. And they were afraid, but they really wasn't sure what side was on who introduces him to the disciples. And however, he is singled out again for hostility and he is urged to flee. By way of Caesarea, he goes to his hometown, Tarsus, Paul, Stonewood, at Leicester for healing a cripple. The people see him and Barnabas as his gods and folks do turn worship into hostility at times as the Jews did in Antioch and Lucidia and Iconium. They stone him and leave him for dead. All right. To him. Paul finds himself in prison in Philippi, where Lydia is converted. He casts out that spirit of divination from that young girl. And the masters brought Paul and Silas before the magistrates, and they are subsequently cast into prison. However, though the work of the enemy seems to be taking effect, it says that at midnight, the prison doors opened miraculously, and the bonds were loosed, and the jail.